Text 38. Santa Sadaivare Dayeshu Viloka Yanti Yamshama Sundara Machentya Gunaswarupam Govinda Madi Purusham Tamaham Bajami. I worship Govinda, the primeval Lord, who is Shama Sundar, Krishna himself with inconceivable, innumerable attributes whom the pure devotees see in their heart of hearts, with the eye of devotion tinged with the salve of love. Purport The Shamasundar form of Krishna is his inconceivable, simultaneous, personal and impersonal, self-contradictory form. True devotees see that form in their purified hearts under the influence of devotional trance. The form sham is not the blue color visible in the mundane world, but is the transcendental variegated color affording eternal bliss and is not visible to the mortal eye. On a consideration of the trance of Vyasadeva, as in the shloka bhakti-yogena manasi, etc., Srimad Bhagavatam 174. It will be clear that the form of Sri Krishna is the full personality of Godhead and can only be visible in the heart of a true devotee, which is the only true seat of the state of trance under the influence of devotion. When Krishna manifested himself in Braj, both the devotees and non-devotees saw him with this very eye but only the devotees cherished him, eternally present in Braj, as the priceless jewel of their heart. Nowadays also, the devotees see him in Braj in their hearts, saturated with devotion, although they do not see him with their eyes. The eye of devotion is nothing but the eye of the pure, unalloyed spiritual self of the jiva. The form of Krishna is visible to that eye in proportion to its purification by the practice of devotion. When the devotion of the neophyte reaches the stage of bhava-bhakti, the pure eye of that devotee is tinged with the salve of love by the grace of Krishna, which enables him to see Krishna face to face. The phrase, in their hearts, means Krishna is visible in proportion as their hearts are purified by the practice of devotion. The sum and substance of this shloka is that the form of Krishna, who is Shamasundar, Natabar, the best dancer, Murlidar, the holder of the flute, and Tribunga, triple bending, is not a mere concoction, but is transcendental and is visible with the eye of the soul of the devotee under trance. Text 39 Rama di murti shukalani amena tishthan Nana vataramaka karodhuvaneshu kintu Krishna svayam samabhavat paramahapumanyo Govinda Madhi Purusham Tamaham Bhajami
I worship Govinda, the primeval Lord, who manifested himself personally as Krishna and in different avatars in the world, in the forms of Ram, Nishringha, Vamana, etc., as his subjective portions. Purport His subjective portions are the avatars, like Ram, etc., appear from Vaikuntha, and his own form, Krishna, manifests himself with Braj in this world from Goloka. The underlying sense is that Krishna Chaitanya, identical with Krishna himself, also brings about, by his appearance, the direct manifestation of Godhead himself. Text 40 Yasya Prabha Prabhavato Jagadanda Koti Koti Shvashesha Vasudhadi Vibhuti Bhinnam Tad Brahmanishkalamananta Mashesha Bhutam Govinda Madi Purusham Tamaham Bhajami I worship Govinda, the primeval Lord, whose effulgence is the source of the non-differentiated Brahman mentioned in the Upanishads. Being differentiated from the infinity of glories of the mundane universe appears as the indivisible, infinite, limitless truth. Report The mundane universe created by Maya is one of the infinite external manifestations accommodating space, time, and gross things. The impersonal aspect of Godhead, the non-differentiated Brahman, is far above this principle of mundane creation. But even the non-differentiated Brahman is only the external effulgence emanating from the boundary wall of the transcendental realm of Vaikuntha displaying the triquadrantal glory of Govinda. The non-differentiated Brahman is indivisible. Hence it is also one without a second and is the infinite and residual entity. Text 41 Maya hiyasya jagadanda shatani sute I worship Govinda, the primeval Lord, who is the absolute substantive principle, being the ultimate entity in the form of the support of all existence, whose external potency embodies the threefold mundane qualities, sattva, rajas, and tamas, and diffuses the Vedic knowledge regarding the mundane world. PURPORT The active mundane quality of rajas brings forth or generates all mundane entities. The quality of sattva, mundane manifestive principle, in conjunction with rajas, 
stands for the maintenance of the existence of entities that are so produced. And the quality of tamas represents the principle of destruction. The substantive principle, which is mixed with the threefold mundane qualities, is mundane, while the unmixed substance is transcendental. The quality of eternal existence is the principle of absolute entity. The person whose proper form abides in that essence is alone unalloyed entity, non-mundane, supramundane, and free from all mundane quality. He is cognitive bliss. It is the deluding energy who has elaborated the regulative knowledge or the Vedas, bearing on the threefold mundane quality. Text 42 Ananda Chinmaya Rasatmataya Manasu Yaha Praninam Pratifalans Maratamu Petya Leela Yetena Bhuvanani Jayatya Jasram Govinda Madi Purusham Tamaham Bhajami I worship Govinda, the primeval Lord whose glory ever triumphantly dominates the mundane world by the activity of his own pastimes, being reflected in the mind of recollecting souls as the transcendental entity of ever-blissful cognitive rasa. PURPORT Those who constantly recollect, in accordance with spiritual instructions, the name, figure, attributes, and pastimes of the form of Krishna, appearing in the amorous rasa, whose loveliness vanquishes the god of mundane love, conqueror of all mundane hearts, are alone meditators of Krishna. Krishna, who is full of pastimes, always manifests himself with his realm only in the pure receptive cognition of such persons. The pastimes of that manifested divine realm triumphantly dominates in every way all the majesty and beauty of the mundane world. Text 43 Goloka namni nijadhamni talecha tasya Devi mahesha haridhama suteshu teshu Lowest of all is located Devidam, the mundane world. Next above it is Maheshdam, the abode of Mahesh. Above Maheshdam is placed Haridam, the abode of Hari. And above them all is located Krishna's own realm, named Goloka. I adore the primeval Lord, Govinda, who has allotted their respective authorities to the rulers of those graded realms. Purport The realm of Goloka stands highest above all others. Brahma, looking up to the higher position of Goloka, 
is speaking of the other realms from the point of view of his own realm. In first order is the mundane world called Devidam, consisting of 14 worlds, such as Satyaloka, etc. Next, above Devidam is located Shivadam, one portion of which, called Mahakaladam, is enveloped in darkness. Interpenetrating this portion of Shivadam, there shines the Sada Shiva Loka, full of great light. Above the same appears Haridam, or the transcendental Vaikuntha Loka. The potency of Devidam, in the form of the extension of Maya, and that of Shiva Loka, consisting of time, space, and matter, are the potency of the separated particles pervaded by the prenumbral reflection of the subjective portion of the divinity. But Haridam is ever resplendent with transcendental majesty, and the great splendor of all sweetness predominates over all other majesties in Goloka. The Supreme Lord, Govinda, by his own direct and indirect power, has constituted those respective potencies in those realms. Text 44 Shrishti sthiti pralaya sadhana shakti reka Chaye vayasya bhuvanani bibharti durga Ichhanurupam apiyasya chacheshtate sa the external potency, Maya, who is of the nature of the shadow of the Chit potency, is worshipped by all people as Durga, the creating, preserving, and destroying agency of this mundane world. I adore the primeval lord, Govinda, in accordance with whose will, Durga conducts herself. Purport The aforesaid presiding deity of Devidam is being described. The world in which Brahma takes his stand and hymns the Lord of Goloka is Devidam, consisting of the fourteen worlds, and Durga is its presiding deity. She is ten-armed, representing the tenfold fruitive activities. She rides on the lion, representing her heroic prowess. She tramples down Mahisaswara, representing the subduer of vices. She is the mother of two sons, Kartikeya and Ganesh, representing beauty and success. She is placed between Lakshmi and Saraswati, representing mundane opulence and mundane knowledge. She is armed with twenty weapons, representing the various pious activities enjoined by the Vedas for suppression of vices. She holds the snake, representing the beauty of destructive time. She is Durga, possessing all these manifold forms. Durga is possessed of Durga, which means prison house. When Jivas, begotten of the marginal potency, Tatastha Shakti, 
forget the service of Krishna. They are confined in the mundane prison house, the citadel of Durga. The wheel of karma is the instrument of punishment at this place. The work of purifying these penalized jivas is the duty devolved upon Durga. She is incessantly engaged in discharging the same by the will of Govinda. When, luckily, the forgetfulness of Govinda on the part of the imprisoned jivas is remarked by them by coming in contact with self-realized souls, and their natural aptitude for the loving service of Krishna is aroused, Durga herself then becomes the agency of their deliverance by the will of Govinda. So it behooves everybody to obtain the guileless grace of Durga, the mistress of this prison house, by propitiating her with selfless service of Krishna. The boons received from Durga in the shape of wealth, property, recovering from illness, wife and sons, should be realized as the deluding kindness of Durga. The mundane physical jubilations of Dasa Mahavidya, the ten goddesses or forms of Durga, are elaborated for the delusion of the fettered souls of this world. Jiva is a spiritual atomic spark of Krishna. When he forgets his service of Krishna, he is at once deflected by the attracting power of Maya in this world, who throws him into the whirlpool of mundane fruitive activity, or karma, by confining him in a gross body constituted by the five material elements, their five attributes, and eleven senses, resembling the garb of a prisoner. In this whirlpool, Jiva has experience of happiness and miseries, heaven and hell. Besides this, there is a subtle body, consisting of the mind, intelligence, and ego, inside the gross body. By means of the subtle body, the jiva forsakes one gross body and takes recourse to another. The jiva cannot get rid of the subtle body, full of nescience and evil desires, unless and until he is liberated. On getting rid of the subtle body, he bathes in the viraja and goes up to Haridam. Such are the duties performed by Durga in accordance with the will of Govinda. In the Bhagavad Shloka, Vilajyamanaya Durhiya, the relationship between Durga and the conditioned souls has been described. Durga, worshipped by the people of this mundane world, is the Durga described above. But the spiritual Durga, mentioned in the mantra, which is the outer covering of the spiritual realm of the Supreme Lord, is the eternal maidservant of Krishna, and is therefore the transcendental reality whose shadow, the Durga of this world, functions in this mundane world as her maidservant. Text 45. Chiram yatha dadi vikara vishesha yoga sanjayate nahi tata prathagasti hetoho 
यंभुतामुपैति कार्या गोविंदमादिपुरुषं तमहं भजामि Just as milk is transformed into curd by the action of acids, but yet the effect curd is neither the same as nor different from its cause, that is milk. So I adore the primeval Lord Govinda, of whom the state of Shambhu is a transformation for the performance of the work of destruction. Purport the real nature of Shambhu, the presiding deity of Maheshnam, is described. Shambhu is not a second godhead other than Krishna. Those who entertain such discriminating sentiment commit a great offense against the Supreme Lord. The supremacy of Shambhu is subservient to that of Govinda. Hence, they are not really different from each other. The non-distinction is established by the fact that just as milk, treated with acid, turns into curd, so Godhead becomes a subservient when he himself attains a distinct personality by the addition of a particular element of adulteration. This personality has no independent initiative. The said adulterating principle is constituted of a combination of the stupefying quality of the diluting energy, the quality of non-plentitude of the marginal potency, and a slight degree of the ecstatic cum cognitive principle of the plenary spiritual potency. This specifically adulterated reflection of the principle of the subjective portion of the divinity is Sadashiva, in the form of the effulgent masculine symbol god Shambhu, from whom Rudradev is manifested. In the work of mundane creation as the material cause, in the work of preservation by the destruction of sundry asuras, and in the work of destruction to conduct the whole operation, Govinda manifests himself as Guna Avatar in the form of Shambhu, who is the separated portion of Govinda, imbued with the principle of his subjective plenary portion. The personality of the destructive principle in the form of time has been identified with that of Shambhu by scriptural evidences that have been adduced in the commentary. The purport of the Bhagavat Shloka, Vaishnavanam Yatha Shambhu, etc., is that Shambhu, in pursuance of the will of Govinda, works in union with his consort, Durga Devi, by his own time energy. He teaches pious duties, or dharma, as stepping stones to the attainment of spiritual service in the various tantra shastras, etc., suitable for jivas in different grades of conditional existence. In obedience to the will of Govinda, Shambhu maintains and fosters the religion of pure devotion by preaching the cult of illusionism, or the Mayavad, and the speculative Agama Shastras. The fifty attributes of the individual souls are manifest in far vaster measure in Shambhu, and five additional attributes, 
not attainable by jivas, are also partly found in him. So Shambhu cannot be called a jiva. He is the lord of jiva, but yet partakes of the nature of a separated portion of Govinda. Text 